As sisters and business partners, we have had our fair share of challenges that have left us feeling overwhelmed and ill-prepared. Right, like that time that you realized that mom never set up her estate. Yeah, just like that, and I don't ever want to repeat that with my own kids. Same, Michelle. Hard stuff like estate planning and business startups come with a huge amount of responsibility and overwhelm. In fact, oftentimes, acquiring a sense of peace and preparedness while navigating life's challenges can actually be really difficult without any guidance and support. It really can, and also the reason why everyone on planet Earth needs an attorney at law like Stephanie Posey of Posey Law Group, LLC in their back pocket. Stephanie offers empathetic legal advice and is as collaborative as she is entrepreneurial in spirit. She also happens to look at estate planning like it is a love letter to Mm. your family, which is honestly a breath of fresh air. It is. I love that. Whether you are taking a risk to crush your small business dreams, selling a home, or navigating the heartbreak and relief of life transitions while bravely facing big questions about your legacy, Posey Law Group LLC is here to guide you through life's sometimes most overwhelming moments with grace and empathy. For more information on Stephanie Posey and Posey Law Group LLC, please visit www.poseylawgroup.com. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I'm Lauren. And I'm Michelle. And we're so excited you stopped by for a visit. Come on in. Yeah, make yourself at home. We're two Midwestern sisters who love a good old-fashioned conversation and enjoy sharing our life experiences with one another and you. Consider this your one-stop shop for cozy, mindful well-being, along with some entertainment and lots of wheezy laughing. Oh, you bet there'll be a lot of that going around. (laughs) Our goal is to live our coziest life and inspire you to do the same because the truth is, we think it's good for your mind and your body. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now, let's get cozy. Welcome back, everyone, to Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. I am Lauren, your host, joined by my co-host and sister. You know who she yep, is. Same person that's here every Tuesday and Thursday. Hey, hey, Always how you the doing? Same. same. Never same. changing. Sorry, guys. I'm here to stay. <laughs> I think they're happy. <laughs> we Thank you. By the way, we're getting new reviews in, which we're going to ah. start reading next week. Mm. But I have to say that I love that people love Michelle's one-liners. So they're happy you're here. Good for something. You're good for something. (laughs) And you edit our podcast. So there's that. Okay, so today's episode is so freaking awesome, you guys. We have such a special guest on our show today. Mm -hmm. Danielle Bergendine from Berg's Bungalow. So you might know her from the Instagram. If you follow us, sometimes we repost her stuff and are super inspired by her. She's not on HGTV yet. Not yet. But but she's got the drill. She's got the hammer. Yeah, she's got it. The saw table. Yeah, yeah, she's got it all and she's getting it done. (laughs) So the reason why we asked Danielle to join us today was because... She is exceptionally inspiring. This woman is literally like renovating and rebuilding parts of her homes with her bare freaking hands. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, she goes to like YouTube University. She takes some like classes here and there, but she really self-taught on how to like build a mudroom mm. freaking, what is it, like a, a bench? Like a bench. How to reinstall. I mean, you guys are, maybe some of you listening might be like, cool, Lauren. Like, no. you, you know, you don't know how to do that. No, I don't know how to Her, change a light fixture. I don't either. And the fact that she came from a 19 year career in something that she was like, hang on, stop, put the skids on and pivot, yeah, and pivot because I'm not good with this. This is not working for me. Yeah. So she totally left a job that she was feeling unfulfilled at and decided to dedicate her time 
time and her passion to her home. To turning her home house into a home. And then turning this into a business, which we'll see after, you know, that's going to be in the time to mm-hmm. come. But this conversation is exceptionally inspiring. We hope you guys enjoy it. And um, we love Danielle. Oh. I met her years ago on a yoga mat. Such a great conversation. So soothing. Soothing. You know that she's bringing that energy into to, yes, to like the tool, be- like the bench that yeah, she's Yeah, and I don't making. think she's like freaking no, out. No, she's not like, ah, I can't do this. And then launch, breaking, busting holes in walls with tools like, that she has to fix. Actually, there was a great, there was a great meme that Tipsy Housewife shared today. And it's um, every time I hear Shania Twain say, let's go girls, I can kick a door off its hinges. Legit, I feel it. Legit. In fact, I'm going to listen to that song as soon as we <laughs> press stop here. And then Danielle can come over to the house and she re-put the it, door or at least on show the us how to do it. All right. Now, before we let you guys loose and tune into this conversation, we also want to share that starting nice. probably later next week, we are going to be have our Fresh AF oh. candles for sale yes, on boom, boom, and boom. Uh-huh. It's here. They are here and they stink. It stinks so, so good. Freaking good. I do want, I kind of like have a side name for them as sexy AF because they are. They are. The vessel that they come in is, is like this blush iridescent. Mm. It would make any home feel a little bit more soothing and sexier. Yep, 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 yep. And the scent for our fresh AF candle is um, gardenia, lemon, and lilac. It just screams fresh. You just like, sounded like the girls, from, the ladies from um, the Sweaty SNL. Balls. Lauren, I've been laughing. <laughs> Did you see me a second ago? I literally went, because I started laughing because what we said earlier, I'm like, oh my God, we're them. We're them. We are them. What if we could reach out to them I mean, and be like, hey, ladies. Molly Shannon. Can you and- ladies, do you guys want to just pop on for a quick... Quick we ask. We're going to. By the way, Molly Shannon is a wonderful conversation. If you listen to her episode when she was a guest on Howard Stern, she has quite a kind of a sad upbringing. Really? Uh-huh. Her parent, her dad had a drunk driving accident oh. and killed her mother and her sister in a in a in a car accident. Jesus when Christ. When she was a Lauren, little girl. That's that's horribly it's horrible. Sad. But she goes How on, tragic. So tragic. But she's got a new autobiography out that I think I, I oh. it's on my it's gonna be on my list to read. Well, she's we, freaking awesome. Amazing. Yeah, she's great. Sorry to go down that sad No, I had no idea. Journey. I did not know that story. Yes, let's read that book and let's, let's reach talk out about to them. It. Um but back to the candles. And if you're listening to this today, which will be um Thursday, May nineteenth, and if you're in the area, we are going to be at Vintage Charm in LaGrange selling our yep. freaking candles. A little candle pop-up at so our favorite local it boutique. A, it is a candle pop-up. Obsessed. And with a purchase of our candle, you'll get 20% off of one item at Vintage Charm. So it's worth joining us. And guess Come what? See us. We're going to have some wine. Yeah. And we're going to have some cookies from, um, from what's it called? Kirschbaums in Western Springs. Do you think that, um, what's his name? What's Nancy's No, Sunday? Jordan. I Do you saw think him Jordan the is going to bring us maybe an off-season cookie? <laughs> no. He's not going to? Bring us like a turkey? Yep. Like a turkey no, or Christmas No, he won't tree. be there tomorrow. Oh, He'll it. be out of town for his son's graduation. Well, I guess that's most important. Do you think the girls at Vintage Charm get annoyed when we ask them every time? I know. We're like, we there? don't care if you're going to be there, but is Jordan going to be here? Because that's who we care to see. <laughs> Hope not, because we just love all of them. It's true. All right, you guys, we hope you love this freaking episode. Don't forget to follow Danielle at Berg's Bungalow on Instagram. We'll have everything in the show notes. Leave us a review. Drop us a couple words if you love this episode and enjoy. Did I see you are reading? Did you read The Paper Palace? Oh, I mean, Paige Turner. And I think our friend I, Abby Thome is also reading it. I, I saw it in the photo. Am, I am in the wind blowing the pages mm. phase of the book. Mm. 
Wow. There are why? Why? That feeling of reading a book where you you don't want to do anything but read it. Mm-hmm. Yep. There are a few books that really get me like that, and that Paper Palace is one of so them. So tell yep. me why though. First of all, I did feel like it took me a little bit to get like I first of all, you know, like there's that one side story that I don't want to ruin no. mm-hmm. that is epic right out of the gate, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of back and forth because it's present day and then they're going back from the beginning through through the years. And there's a fucked up mom, right? Yeah. And no, there's like a love really affair. fucked up stepbrother. There is a love affair that is intense. When there's effed up people in a book that helps really fucked up complex characters complex yes that's a good way to put it yeah. and <laughs> yes yes correct but in my english class at eastern we said really fucked up <laughs> so eastern you suggested you suggest highly recommend recommend i'm reading martha beck's book um How integrity is it? it's called integrity um it's really good it's a, this woman martha beck she's a harvard grad and you know student from but she's older now she is using Dante's The Divine Comedy, yeah. his poem, to show you how to find the root of your own integrity to live your fullest, most authentic life. Mm. And it's it's heavy, but in a really good way. Not too heavy where you're like, oh, this is no, a drag. I can't stop. No, it's not a drag. And there's little exercises where you like ask yourself questions. It's it's like a workbook slash book, but it's, I like it's those. wonderful. Okay. I, and so that came recommended by... A friend, Stephanie Posey, yeah. who will be on the podcast as well. It did, and you need to give that to me. Don't give it to anyone else. I want to read it next. But I want to fill out my answers in their private. <sighs> okay. Can you get a side notebook? Use a legal pad. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's what I'll do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, can you not use it at a work? I mean, I guess if you want to use it as your own workbook, I could just get my own. Oh, my God. All right, let's do this. Let's dive in. Danielle, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thanks for having so me, guys. Good to see you. We're so excited. I'm I'm kind of girl fanning because when I watch your Instagram stories, I'm like, cool. Um, how the hell did she figure out how to change that light bulb? <laughs> it's unbelievable. My two favorite I'm people so to impressed. watch in their house are Danielle and my grandparent, my grandparents chair. Uh, yes. You and her. That's my inspiration. Like in regards to like home run of everything. DIY, doing crazy stuff all by yourself, like just learning and doing crazy woodworking. Yeah. Like, like the fact that you have like a saw. How did you, how do you, let's dive into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did, I guess my first, our first question is, were you always a crafty beaver or did something ignite this in you? Crafty, no, definitely not a crafty beaver. I mean, that is, <laughs> that is something that I, I didn't grow up in, you know, with a childhood watching parents okay. do woodworking or, or anything really like, you know, with their hands. Uh, my parents were civic servants, hmm. civil, civil servants, civil servants. Either way, but now I know there's still I didn't hope catch for it. us. I was good. All See? I know is there's hope. There's hope. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't seeing things fixed up. Okay. But I always Same. enjoyed, once I started to get older, I always enjoyed putting furniture together. And that's really where it started. Oh. Like Ikea furniture yeah. coming in. Yeah. Which is a total bitch to put together, by the way. And I love it. Okay. I love it. And I love starting with nothing and having something and having an end product that I can look at and mm. be proud of and like, that feeling. And that those instructions do not intimidate you or do they? Sometimes. Okay. I mean, sometimes, right? They're like a 20 page book, yes. you know, and you've got that weird blob person, <laughs> human, alien that's <laughs> guiding you. From along. Ikea. Yes. And usually there's a piece of It's like missing. the Michelin man. It's like, who is this person? <laughs> it's got a weird pointy nose and like a tail. Yeah, it's a very <laughs> strange little figure. 
That's but yeah, no, I, I was not a, a crafty individual and didn't have any experience, honestly, until I started to do it. Okay, so you're kind of you're kind of self-taught, but now as Michelle and I watch you and all of your followers watch you, you're doing some like heavy lifting. Now, I guess one of my biggest questions: Are you painting your walls yourself too, or you do have a painter? Well, both. Okay, so I've done both. I. When we first bought this current house, we realized we had textured walls. Mm -hmm. Meaning what? Like different kind of plaster or something? Almost like spackle. Spackle. Okay. And it was very, I think, 80s, 90s to put a layer of something on your walls. And so this was everywhere. And I knew it was a, a really big job. And for us, you know, we've taken kind of the approach of time versus money. Mm hmm versus craftsmanship meaning you're taking your time instead of just having someone come in and pay them to do it exactly so or the reverse okay would i rather in this case not take the time Mm. to do it pay somebody and and i think that's the key to learning about outsourcing is Uh, where do you recognize the value in that and that's also what we apply to being entrepreneurs in our daily job every single day is we do you're a big fan of outsourcing have to but danielle just reminded me of what mom our mom did diy i forgot there was one thing mom diy do you know what i'm gonna say yeah well the sponge painting And she really hyper-focused on it, too, so it was everywhere we turned. Every wall. Every wall. In, like, the mid-90s turned into a sponge. sponge. And it was horrible, let's be honest. It was horrific. Yeah. And rag. rag. She didn't do rag as much as she did the sponge. Just the straight-up sponge, yeah. 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 So that that spatula, spackle, kind of reminded me of it. So Mm. glad those days are dead. We we (laughs) also... But not her mom. (laughs) We did hire painters for our exterior as well. Okay. And when I was talking to Doug about it, we started talking about, sure, I could get a paint sprayer. I could figure it out. It probably would have taken me a year for the amount of For the outside. Damn. Yes. It pro- I mean, honestly, because you have to prep the house, you have, you have to, to pre- s- yeah, your windows of time of when you can actually get out there no. versus a team of four people coming and doing, Just doing the work. It. So it, it isn't necessarily the um, concept of I can't do it. It's more of deciding is the time and sometimes even craftsmanship like mm-hmm. our floors. We had somebody put in our new wood floors knowing that he would have a, a beautiful and product. Yeah. So what kind of stuff are you taking on by yourself um, or with the help of, you know, your husband or whoever might be helping you? I mean, I've seen your bathrooms be transformed and transformed like from like you said, like 80s, 90s kind of vibe to them. To, and they're beautiful. Yeah. And then you made the, the mud. Was it a mud room bench yeah. with drawers? That's that's the current project. So to be clear, I, I don't have help. Okay, so you're doing this full on. Yeah, I would say 97% because sometimes I need another set of hands. To like lift something or hold it. Lift something or hold something. So there are are certain times where I will, um, you know, bug Doug and say, hey, can you help me hold this? Um, But even just recently, I think it was last week where I, I really just absolutely wanted to figure it out. I didn't want to ask for help. It was one of those situations where I was like, I know I can do this. I just need to keep at it and keep Love going. Love that, Danielle. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's but so I, true, too. What, I am what working was on it? It was in the mudroom. Um, it was putting up a piece of framing that's going to hold an art shelf, and it was getting that first frame. So it was about a eight-foot board that I was holding up on my own. So it wasn't all that heavy, but it was enough to where I had a level on top and a 
um, nail gun in my hand, a bread nailer. And so I'm sitting there trying to hold a level, sure. hold the board and get it level and get it like all in three things at once. So yes. where are you getting like, are, what are your resources that you're going back on to like fo- try to figure out how to troubleshoot these things? Troubleshoot and create. Troubleshooting, yeah. I think, is where most people get stopped yeah. into any sort of project is they get to the point where they're like, forget it. I'm hiring somebody. We're bringing in somebody else. <laughs> mm-hmm. And honestly, YouTube. YouTube, YouTube and Instagram are the yep. most helpful tools. At countless times, we have gone to YouTube. I should say we. I have gone yeah. to YouTube yeah. to figure something out. I mean, something as simple as forgetting exactly which um, bolt buttons to push, essentially, on my miter saw. Mm-hmm. There's that's on YouTube. There's a YouTube everything for everything. So how do, I know how you search YouTube? If you're looking at Instagram, are you getting inspired on Instagram, or how are you searching on Instagram though? Or are there certain people? Great you follow? question. Yeah, so, it, I find Instagram actually kind of difficult to search there's to find a, exactly yeah. what you're looking for. To find exactly what you're looking for. Yeah, I mean, looking through hashtags is exactly. going to really get you there. Exactly. Um, I definitely follow a few accounts of people who are doing similar but way further ahead in their path and their experience and so they have you know renovated whole homes before um one that i follow that i love is renovation husbands and they're um two men in boston outside boston and they are they both have full-time jobs and they're completely renovating this beautiful old victorian they're they're partners yes okay yes they're married and they they're doing right now their kitchen and it's unbelievable but a lot of times what people like that once i have found them they'll have tutorials and that's where i'm going is okay. i'm building okay. out tutorials on how to build you know a board and batten wall how to install a beadboard how to put up peel and stick wallpaper all the projects that i've taken so she many. basically she basically did not understand the last three different the peel and stick I got, but the other two I'm like, what is it? What was the first one? Wall feature. So board and batten. It's where you have like a flat wall, okay. and you put um, vertical slats on the wall, and then a board across the top, so it looks like paneling, beautiful wainscoting. Do you paneling. remember Nicole's beautiful. when you walked into Nicole's ranch? She had the wood installed and painted yes. to create texture. That's, That's a, there's different styles of it. There's more contemporary styles, tradition. <laughs> traditionally yeah you know it's funny because our house is has we're working on changing some things up with the help of my designer friend maggie and thank god for her but there's stuff that i'm like she's helping us to do the design but then there's like the painting i'm like let's just do it ourselves let's even for the nursery i'm like i want to do as much of this ourselves. and one of the questions i wanted to ask you was you know there's this notion where like you said like it could be just so much easier to just say i got a guy or i can just hire someone and i love the fact that we're talking to a woman here who is figuring all this out because there's always a guy involved mm-hmm. or a team of men mm-hmm. so it's very refreshing but what kind of what does the reward come with i feel i feel like it must be financially more mindful because you're not paying someone. You are paying for all of the equipment and all of whatever it is you're using. Mm-hmm. But what kind of reward comes with it? I I love um, this hashtag and I use it all the time. It's called Make Home Yours. Okay. And it is the, for me, that epitomizes doing something that creates more pride of ownership for your home mm-hmm. and making you feel more connected to your dwelling and, and more... Um, having an emotional connection to the space that you're living in and like if you're anything like me you will be so proud that you learned something you Mm -hmm. maybe failed along the way but you still did it and you kept going and you have something to show for it Mm -hmm. and like when I built 
a board and batten wall in our hallway in our last house. I mean, every single time I walked by, I just smiled. Oh, it made me yeah. so happy to see that I did you that. You did that. Like and I didn't know what I was doing before that. It was like a labor of love. And that's actually so inspiring. The fact that you did not know. You don't have any formal education in any of this. And we're going to go back into your the before life of Danielle. So we'll get an idea about that. But this is all very much, you're learning all by yourself. Literally, you call it YouTube University, yeah. Michelle. And that's where it's, where everything derives from. But let's do that. Let's take a walk down memory lane. Um, now, I actually don't know everything about your professional past. You know, Mich- Danielle and I met in yoga a long time ago. I would say almost, I've been teaching like 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. And at that time, were you married yet? No. You weren't married yet, but you and Doug were together because yep. he would come sometimes yep. to class. Yep. Um, and then you, I know that, I don't know, you moved from the city to the suburbs and then moved back and then back again. Mm-hmm. And in that time, what were you doing professionally? So I had a 19-year career, and 16 of that was in finance. Okay. And so finance is, you know, just like this big word that people throw out because it, the jobs themselves are typically kind of boring. But uh, <laughs> I specifically... Sounds so, so big and important. It sounds like it, but it quite, it wasn't. <laughs> but I, I was working for investment advisors. So when you think of an investment advisor, think like retirement assets, Mutual funds, okay. managing pension assets, sure. stock selection, you know, portfolio managers. And you're working stocks. for a company or an individual? Company. Okay. So always uh, companies. And it was a job that I completely just fell into in 2005. Did you study this? Did you? Were no. You, no. I am not a person who was like living and breathing the markets, like, you know, <laughs> watching the NYC every day, closing bell. No, that was an, absolutely not me. It was a job I completely fell into. But I stayed because I kept climbing. I kept climbing. I kept being challenged. I kept learning things. And it was rewarding me with money. There was a financial aspect to it that was just good. And when you're single and you're young and you're living on your own, a steady... Money helps. Yes. And you're living in the city (laughs) and you want to hang out with friends and go to happy hour and do these Mm -hmm. things and, you know, play softball. It It works. It does. I love that you played softball. Right? (laughs) Right? Summer leagues. (laughs) But I was I was successful, and the money kept me there. Okay. And then back in like '09, before Doug and I got married, before we had moved in together, even I just knew. So I was in this job for about four years, and I just knew like something. What right. am I doing? I gotta change this. What am I doing? Yeah. And I I knew it wasn't my path, and I had had a great um, boss that I had a conversation with, and he sat down with me and said, you know, do you want to be a C level? Do you want to be in the executive mm. suite and keep going? And my response in a more eloquent way was no fucking way. Yeah. Like that, that is not my path. That is not my journey. It is not what I want. But I didn't do anything to make a change. Was he asking you this because he wanted to help find direction or was he helping you find what, what was the conversation? Was he looking to promote you? He was looking to groom me. Okay. He was looking to groom me. And at that point, when I was 29, it was a, you know, if this is what you want, you should probably go to law school. You should probably have a very different trajectory than what we're doing right now. Because what we're doing is kind of scraping and clawing and getting there. Yes. But like, if we really want to propel you, you need let's more. do it. Yeah. And and I, I see it in you. I see you're capable. So let's do it if that's what you want. Were they willing to pay for your education as well? There was, um, I believe it was kind of a stipend situation. So yeah, so they would give a certain amount, um, but it also came with a retention clause. So you had to stay with the company for a couple years. So it's like there was appeal, but then there's that whole drawback where it's like, oh. Right, right. 
And then um, I, during quarantine, like so many other people, you really start examining your priorities and seeing where you're at and, and recognizing where you're spending your time. And this one time in quarantine, Anna, my daughter was about eight at the time and she slipped a note under my door and it said, I will stay quiet. I will keep myself busy. I love you. And so it was like, she had just gotten home from school and she knew like she couldn't disturb me I needed to focus on work and you know she could hear me on calls and whatnot and it just it broke my heart that like I'm giving myself to this job Mm -hmm. and my kids are eight and six and where why why am I giving myself to something that does not fulfill me and if you've ever heard of Brendan Bouchard he's a high performance uh, coach and author and he had um, he had this saying once that I had heard that stuck with me and he said if your job is unfulfilling you will always feel out of balance. And I understood that concept because I had always felt out of balance. It didn't matter if my inbox was cleared. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter how many projects yep. I had done. It Always something inside me didn't feel right. And that really defined where I was when, um, when I made the decision. This is exactly what the book Integrity is about. It talks exactly about being in a job that you can be making $5 million dollars and if it's not feeding your soul, for the lack of better words or term, you will feel imbalanced or your te- integrity is not at its fullest potential because you're not doing what you're supposed. It's kind of like where you and, were. Oh, it, no, it's exactly, exactly. It's actually exactly where I was. You and I have kind of connected on this and we've shared conversations from the beginning of your like whispers of I'm going to make this change, mm. you know. Um, but it also is very energy sucking. So not only mm-hmm. are you, you're doing this t- thing and th- the time, it's like you're giving 100% of your time to your job because you have to, and you come home and you have 10% in the, in the tank yes. and you are in unfra- like a frazzled, um, anxious I felt you feel like guilt mm. well I had the hate anger and resentment it was just bottling up <laughs> but I mean every, I mean I could I'm holding back tears hearing this because I'm so happy for you to know that you did the scariest thing but said fuck the money I want to be happy yeah. and I want to be there for my kids I'd rather make negative dollars dude negative Let's start a club. I'd rather make <laughs> negative dollars than do that. Yeah. And so what kind of conversations did you that. start having with yourself, with Doug, family, work? When did this all come to a head? And how scary was it? Oh, it was terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was terrifying. I had the momentum of the resentment and the anger and feeling drained and defeated every day. I, I had that momentum pushing me into the direction. Yep. But I started asking myself, what would it look like for my kids to see me say that the money's not important? You are, mm-hmm. you know, and to really start identifying what would I want Anna to do when if she were in the situation? Of, of course, I would want her to follow what it is. If she is an OK, stable financial mm-hmm. situation, of course, I want you to follow your dreams. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to stay in a mm. job that sucks the life yes. out of you. And so I absolutely had deep conversations with Doug, not just, you know, financially, but more of what my value was in our family, my self-worth, you know, feeling like enough, feeling, knowing that for several years I was the breadwinner. So knowing that like we're, we're taking this huge chunk of our, you know, livelihood away. 
and and it isn't just the, the salary it's also you know the benefits the health it's, insurance yes yeah. exactly there's the, a lot all of that the 401k contributions just everything that comes with it t- to be okay with that um and when we started talking about living life more intentionally that's when we really started to to come to terms and he was fully supportive and said you know your happiness is worth more than anything Priceless. it is yeah and he could see i had been doing this on the side you know it wasn't just something that you know yeah. i have been quitting but i had been doing this regularly on my own mm-hmm. and even even before the last house where i started putting it on instagram before that i was doing it and so he saw how much um, it lit me up and really lit a fire and how excited I was and how excited I was to show him. So the conversation with him was a, a big um, turning point. And the other critical conversation I had was with my parents. Oh, your parents. Oh, ah, I thought you were going me. to say your boss. No. I mean, I know that was probably yeah. a conversation yeah. to be had. Yeah. Why? Why so much yeah, with the, my with parents. parents? So um, sharing with them, you know, knowing how they saw how, you know, quote unquote successful of course. I was. So, and they saw how hard I had worked to get to where I was in this big career, in this big job. And when I started to tell them how empty I felt still through all of it mm. um it, it almost boiled down to that childlike feeling you know even at 40 years old that childlike oh, feeling yeah. of really wanting to not disappoint them of and course. wanting them to be proud of me mm-hmm. and uh the hard part of the conversation was knowing are they still going to be proud of me yeah mm-hmm. if i <clears throat> left this big job and mm-hmm. left this big lifestyle isn't it funny at career. this age we still seek that approval yeah uh, we struggle with that ourselves, Danielle. So don't you worry. <laughs> well, the, the answer was, of course, we'll support you. Yeah, we are proud of you because of who you are, uh, not, not the job that you. Isn't write. that so funny? You know, when I left my leading up to me walking away from working with my side by side with my dad every day, the hardest part was having the conversation with him, like being fully honest and just sharing how I felt. He could see it all those years. Right. You could you could feel it. Oh, yeah. you, you could recognize it. But it I, I had to be the one to come to the table and make yeah. the change for myself. No one was going to do it. And same exact feelings of disappointment and like I'm letting him down, all of that. But at the end of the day, you know, we do what we have to do what's best for us. But he looked at me after I was done sobbing, bawling. I mean, un like emotions snotting. <laughs> and after I was done, he looked at me and he goes, I bet you feel a whole lot better now, don't you? <laughs> finally let it out yes we were in austin when i had this conversation so it was you had it it was on facetime with my folks Mm -hmm. so you know and they're sitting there you know just on the couch and were you crying of course we were all crying all three of us you know and i just i certainly didn't need their approval i I was crying kind of telling you just now of course i was crying but i just um i didn't need their (laughs) approval but having their support really meant everything and and propelled me into the way leaving the actual um job itself and the bosses i mean i had always told myself it was never ever the work it was always the people but in that last job leaving the bosses i mean it was like so in the way i describe that feeling i call it um uh Top Hatton and Kickline Canaan down the street. <laughs> oh, what was yes. the feeling when you left? Uh, it, it was unreal. Did I you mean, feel like a new person, like a new woman? It's this freedom that I cannot explain. It knowing that I'm going to make zero dollars and in fact be negative for a while because I'm going to put my invest my money sure. into a new business. It didn't 
matter. Nope. I had I had never felt yeah more more like my true authentic self as well because I actually finally started standing up for myself and listening to myself. This is phenomenal. It's you know it's crazy when people will actually take the the courage and the steps to change their life and not just for work, for relationships, for addiction, whatever it is, and get the hell out of whatever is holding them back from their fullest potential. And it and it's always hard. Like no matter the what step the to process be. to get there, mm-hmm. it sucks. It's hard. You have to feel emotion. You have to deal with things that are scary. Talk you have to, to talk about to it. all of the people in your life that it's going to affect. But it's so worth trying. Yeah, absolutely. And worth being honest to yourself. Well, mm. can you imagine not doing that? Like being here now and still talking about like, ah, I'm not really into my job, but I, I hear that a lot from people. I'll be like, I'll ask what they do for work and they'll tell me, I'm like, oh, do you like? And they're like, eh, not really. It pays the bills. And I, I mean, and I, Michelle and I are, you know, we have a different program going on because we're building a business and it's it's a grind you don't there's no one else is going to do the work Mm -hmm. for you but I would rather be doing this than be in a corporate job I think my biggest issue with things like that is I know it sounds crazy but like someone telling me when I can can't take vacation or um, having to answer to so many other people that are benefiting from my work more than myself. Or feeling guilty when your baby is sick at school and you have to decide if you're going to leave your job to go get them or see if a grandma or somebody that's not the person that birthed them picking. There's Yeah. I'll never forget after June died, I had to go to, we had to go to like a, a meeting for her financial stuff. And I was working at a dispensary at the time. And this was, I don't know, a month after June passed. And I was like, hey, and I guess I don't know how to play the rules that well because I kind of don't care if I have permission or not. I literally was like, hey, at noon, I got to get out of here and go for a meeting. He's like, oh, you're just going to get up and leave. I'm like, well, I have to go and like sign documents. My mom, you know, whatnot. He's like, I mean, if you have to. And I was like, "Uh, I'm sorry, what? If I have to? I'm like, I had that. And that was like, for me, I was like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. I'm out of here. <laughs> and I think as women, it's it's even harder, right? There's so much responsibility. It, well, it in the workplace. Uh, tell us more. Work, what are your thoughts there? Well, my thoughts are just that I, I think our most of the time or a lot of the time, as Michelle was even saying, when a kid is sick, you know, it's because you're a mom that you have other responsibilities mm-hmm. that you have to and there's that terrible double double standard I think in in business where if it's a dad that has to go take a kid to the doctor oh what a good dad such a great dad <laughs> for the mom it's like you have to leave again right well yeah right. I do right or or you you need <laughs> your to what? go pump like what you're gonna take a break because you're lactating actually like, I just you're heard... tired hang on a second <laughs> you were up all night taking care of your newborns you're tired yeah, why this tired? morning I heard murder. Hang on, guys. It's bubbling up. It's Michelle's bubbling getting up. angry. It's bubbling up. Michelle. And I'm putting it down. I'm just breathing through it. I see a vein popping. <laughs> Literally. In the neck. Oh, yeah. It pops out. It's, it is. Your vein uh-huh. is popping out. Oh, she's getting a little flush, too. I heard recently that more corporate um, like offices are installing like proper... Nap rooms? No, not oh. well. That maybe, maybe it's like part-time nap, but nursing or yes. pumping rooms. Yes. Friends of mine were telling me a week ago, like... Being in a janitor's closet at school, like pumping, you know, just in all these random places. And now they're actually finally accommodating the needs, which why did it take so long? 
This has been it going took on a pandemic. since <laughs> it really? did. I, I it did. Many many companies have changed all of their policies given COVID. Wow. And part of it has been just the ability to have work from home that mm-hmm. was not even in the cards. Mm-hmm. And even my um, the last place I was at, they have changed their policy entirely to allow people for, to work from home. It took several different approvals mm-hmm. for me to be a remote employee because I was in Austin yep. and, and the companies here in Chicago, and they've now since. So just three years later, have um, made a total company policy change to allow people to work in different states. Pray, and, here, here, right yeah. here, right? right. Well, you struggled Props. with this too, Michelle, with yeah. the with with your former company. Was this idea of work? I mean, I think it's so old fashioned that like you know some of the old timers are like, oh, work, you must be present to do work. When in fact, a lot of people are even more um, productive at their own home base or in whatever conditions make them feel more comfortable because they're happy yeah because and they have the resources that the they resources need. are there because they're not dr- commuting for 10 hours back and forth a week and, and if they've got to go pick up a kid from school they can just mm. do it and come back to work mm-hmm. there's just a gen overall quality of life that um, has made life better it was like the good part of the bad that came mm-hmm. from the yes. pandemic agree let's take a quick break Thank you for joining us over here at Cozy Conversations. We are honored to be part of your regular podcast lineup. And if it wasn't already evident, we really love creating cozy content for you. You guys, we are so excited to share that we are offering a monthly subscription to the sister project over at anchor.com, our super cool hosting platform. We are dazzled by their initiative to support creators and their platform. So we signed ourselves up, but here's the twist. Our content is and always will be free. And to top it off, we're crazy, so we have plans to create even more. What we're doing is hopping on the content creator bandwagon and opening up space for you to support our small business because in a way, we're like your virtual cozy cup of coffee. If you're interested in learning more, head to the anchor.com link in our show notes. And P.S. Whether you decide to subscribe or not, we are just so grateful that you are tuning in. And now back to our cozy conversation. Danielle, speaking of quality of life, how are you feeling? Are you like one year into this new life of yours? Yeah, almost. Um, I call it my ret- first retirement. Um, we'll we'll <laughs> see if it it's going? my forever retirement. It's <laughs> freaking fantastic. Never thought I'd have these feelings. Oh, um, I love that. But March 31st was my last day of work. So yeah, I guess it's so been it's exactly been a year. over a year. Mm-hmm. Happy Annie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Thanks. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Happy. So <laughs> other than like, does, do you find like your, I know we just kind of mentioned quality of life, but do you feel like physically and mentally, which all encompasses quality of life, but do you feel that that has amplified as well? Oh yeah. My sense of growth. I mean, I'm, I know I am learning something new every single mm-hmm. day. And, and sometimes it's, you know, the, the boring mechanics behind doing something. Sometimes it's technical. Sometimes it's learning my taste or learning, mm-hmm. you know, wh- whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. I am learning something every single day. And during, you know, a corporate job, you know, you're just same, same yes. thing. But and Michelle has talked about this a lot as well. She has utilized a lot of the skills from her job here. Have you found the same oh, thing? Totally. Totally. So? And even doing something like this, like a podcast. So one of the things that I was best at um, was doing training mm-hmm. and delivering presentations. And so that skill I was honing, you know, all through those years of, of interacting with people and talking. And actually, I had gotten to do um, a live webcast where, you know, folks were 
signed in online, but they saw me on the screen doing a live amazing webcast. Isn't that funny? Yes. With two folks who were um, producing it as well. And it was uh, it was a great experience, but it was like I was mic'd up, you know, big lights, big cameras. (laughs) But like things like that, if I didn't have that experience, I probably would have been terrified to, to join you today. Yeah, so. or maybe it would take you a lot. You'd be on the learning from the beginning. You already had those tools, so yeah. you were ahead yeah. of the game. There were so many things, and even uh, one of the biggest things, I think, is uh, dealing with difficult people, which you really learn, you know, working in the corporate world. And um, that is something, I shouldn't say necessarily difficult people, but having critical conversations yep. and having challenging conversations. And a lot of times, if you are outsourcing things, you know, you're negotiating contracts, you're having sometimes difficult conversations of, hey, you didn't show up when I needed you to show up. You know, what, um, why are you asking for more money now? We had agreed upon this. So having those skills that I had come through, yeah. you know, with a, a career, those have been helpful. And it also, I like to think about those things when I'm in my place now, your place now and looking back like you know what it wasn't a waste of time that wasn't that was part of the process that was part of the journey Mm -hmm. and everything is for a reason and there's so many good things that can be applied and used every single day which has been helpful amen to that yeah now with what you're doing now let we you know we should tell our listeners that of course you want to follow danielle and we'll have all of her links below in the show notes and on our blog but Danielle, what you're what you're so amazing at is tutorials, showing people how to create something in their home, home renovations. What is your plan for for you? Is do you want to turn this into a business? Do you want to turn this into a platform? I per- secretly and personally am very eager to know what your next steps are here. <laughs> I have a lot of ideas. Okay, tell them to us <laughs> if you're willing to share. Yes, yeah. No, I might my um, my goal this year is to start working with some brands. Great. Um, I have a couple applications in the works, so cross Excellent. your fingers that things work out. Um, but I'm I'm currently only on Instagram. I like to know it, and I really would like to be part of that YouTube club and really develop videos so that I can have more tutorials, more exposure. Exactly. Yep. And Instagram can be very helpful for tutorials. I personally go to YouTube more often, mm-hmm. and so I know that I need to diversify myself and get over there. Plus, That's people true. will come to see you there. Yes, and your stuff will be available there and more, I bet, easily accessible. So I'm and, I'm if, she's not, and searchable. if she's searching for it on YouTube, everybody is exactly right. Yeah. right. And there, um, there is a concept of DIY courses. So when you think about trying to learn anything new, of course, like if it's a foreign language, you're going to sign up for a course and, course. and pay for that online. Yeah. So um, like I did an e, like an e-school, like e-learning. Exactly. So what are you thinking? Are you going to do? So I would like to create digital content for people to consume and people to be able to learn. I signed up for one myself, not knowing what does it even look like? What does a platform look like? What does the content look like? How do they have it organized? How are they selling it? How are they Mm -hmm. branding it? So I signed up for one. Uh, what, which plat- been a- what platform was was it? Do you recall? I don't. The e Are you talking about the e-platform? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the actual platform itself, I don't know. But and how was the course? Uh, the course was great. The okay. course was great. Um, she is on Instagram as well, um, the, the woman that I signed up through. And she's quite helpful. There were things I would do different because it would be me. And, and you that's know, why you're you are uniquely you. Yep. Um, and she's uniquely herself. Um, but I specifically signed up to be able to learn okay, what, what would a 
digital content look like when it is DIY. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a lot. And it's something that's like a good five-year goal for me to be able to ah, have like okay. longer term, like be able to create something and have it out there and have it available for anybody to be able to sign up. Love so it. We're not there yet, that's but so I've got big goals. Exciting. See, and you're ahead of the game because you've, you're making your, you're starting early with your goals. We always joke that we're a little slow to the start. It takes us a while <laughs> to get to where we want to go. That's good. But good we've fun. got those long-term goals we as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Now, I am obsessed with courses online. I just signed up for like a hypnobirthing course. Mm-hmm. I signed up for um, a female and reproductive yoga continued ed. There's so much to learn. And I find that being, again, like working from home, being in the comfort of your home, being able to have access to your needs just when you need them is makes learning a really approachable when it's that like from, you know, from Internet to the person. Agreed. I love it. What I wanted to ask you, and I didn't put these in the notes, so and we can always edit everything. Do you have like certain tools that say someone like me who has no idea how to do anything. And what are the things that you would want to be able to do? For me, I've got some basics well, too. Well, I want to I want to paint my walls. And I mean, I, I but again, I don't know if that's a like a reasonable thing that I can do. Will it look like shit and I have to then hire someone else to do it for me? It I may. Will, it may. may. The peel and <laughs> the peel and stick wallpaper. I want but there there are a couple rooms I want a wallpaper. I would love to do lighting fixtures. Mm. For me, I'd like to hang something. A picture. Oh, oh shit. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're starting with the basics. Okay. All right. For me, it's a picture. I'm serious. It's just hang a picture. I, I think when you, <laughs> if you go into it with the mindset that it can be figured out, yes. it can be fixed. It's not permanent. You're and, right. And once you take away that kind of permanency, See, I grew up like, me. you're not putting a hole in my wall. You know? So did we kind of, but, I mean, and our mom would have this weird thing about, we'd come home from school, Danielle, and our house would be rearranged. Remember those days? Yeah. But Lauren, that's not a weird thing. That is an interior design thing. Anybody oh, that is into interior design ch- rearranges their room Constant. I have friends that I go in there. I'm like, oh, this is the living room now. Oh, <laughs> you're like, this was the kitchen. Yeah, and ago. you intentionally buy furniture that you, you can, can move. Exactly. Oh, so she knew what she was doing. That was a thing. That was yeah. part of her creative process. But her thing that would freak me out. She was like, yeah, I just moved the whole bed frame. I'm like, by yourself, huh? <laughs> <laughs> she figured it out. She figured it out. Okay, so tools or anything we need, or even if it's resources. Yeah, I, um, when I think of my tool bag, I actually have... Um, a three-tier rolling cart that I bring around mm-hmm. with me, and it is the best thing ever. And I have like, where did you get that? Just Amazon. Okay, yeah, we can add a link. Uh, it's super helpful uh, to have all of my tools with me at all times, and Makes I can sense. just wheel it around. And yeah, very handy. So cool. I would have if you're starting out with just a, a basic tool bag, I would get a good measuring tape. Okay. They're cheap, like maybe ten bucks. What's a good measuring tape? Yeah, uh, what's a bad well, one? Well, a I bad guess? one is not long enough. One yeah, and they're flimsy. You want a nice one. That's you want that snap strap. You do like those like bracelet snap snappers. Exactly. A hundred percent. Okay. Like, I said it. You said it. Dang. Welcome. I, I did my best in that. Welcome. <laughs> but that's exactly but now start what you need. Okay. Because the flimsy ones, if you're trying to measure a wall, yeah. it, it's not going to stay. Nothing so. worse, actually. Now that I think back to some measurement moments, where mom has. No, here with a shitty tape measure. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is so stupid. Yeah, you're, yeah. Not, you're not getting it done. They're, I mean, they're not even ten bucks. Go, go invest in one. Um, I would get a, a level if you don't we already have a level. Those, okay. Yes. Um, of course, some screwdrivers and some and a hammer. Um, a drill. 
I would highly recommend a drill. Like, what are we looking at price range for drills? Because I know there's some really top of the line oh, ones. Sure. Middle of the road. And sure. are you of the mind that you go, bit, like, you get the nice, the best in some areas? Or can you go middle of the road? On you, can, some... you can go middle of the road. Okay. I started, I just now last year invested in a good drill and driver set. So... Not kidding when I say for 20 years, I used a combo Black & Decker yeah. that my dad gave me when I first moved into my first place mm-hmm. with 22. And that thing probably cost 30 bucks, yeah. maybe. Oh, wow. Okay. 30, 40 bucks. And you can start with that. Now I have a, a nice one that I finally invested in, and it is it is. Like you know, what is miles the, what's ahead the brand better. and what's the price point for a nice drill? Um, it's a Dewalt mm-hmm. and it is about a hundred dollars. Okay, so it's not crazy expensive, no, but no. it's more. I mean, no. based on Lauren's interest in wanting to do this <laughs> and knowing Danielle, that you do, you guys right now are great gift receivers. I mean, the list of things Doug can buy you. I, I want mean, a tool belt. I mean, <laughs> it's your I'm, tool belt. I do not. <laughs> Why? I, I mean, I feel like you need one. You've got protective goggles. I've seen those. Well, you need those. Yeah. Okay. So okay. well, okay, but you need those if you're using saws. Okay. For sure. And you have a saw. Yes. Yes, I've got a saw. <laughs> but that is not what I would call a basic. Like, no. That's, you. That's no. like if you're making like yes. a bench. Yes. Okay. One tool that I use all the time is called a five-in-one tool. I okay. should have brought it. It is. It's a handle with, um, I guess, a spade coming up, a steel spade. Okay. It has a curve on it and a point on the end. And it's sometimes uh, you see a lot of painters using it. Okay. You can use this thing as, yep, that's exactly Let's see, it. Lauren. Okay, have one of those. So it looks like almost like a scraper. Yeah. Yes. So you can use it for scraping. You can use it for pulling up. Um, edges of can paint cans the carpet cu- that curvy edge you yeah. could you could use what, it to peel back anything uh, what's yeah. the curvy edge for the that. curvy edge is for a paint roller you hold the paint roller <gasps> and the, vertically and well squeeze out all of the leftover paint inside and there's a, paint a you guys there's a youtube video that tells of you course, all of the, course, the of things course that there you is. Do. just the and you know youtube is so white male Dominant. Yeah, let's diversify we, this. We, we need a Mexican yes, woman on there. I'm I have to say, this. Danielle, you have just starting, you talking about tools. It's like there's a lightning rod I coming never through. thought she's I'd be like excited so about that. Oh, yeah, she's, yeah, she's into it. it. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm in the zone. Like a five-in-one? Right? When, it, when you start <laughs> a little lady boner just appeared. <laughs> For real. <laughs> and a razor knife. You need a razor okay. knife. And I'm sure you probably have all these. If you own a home, you probably have yep. most of these basics. Mm-hmm. But it is starting starting out there. Um, I, If you're going to buy a drill, you don't have to buy brand new either. You know, check used. garage sales. Check Facebook Marketplace. Market. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next door. You know, there's always estate sales. People are always selling mm-hmm. stuff. My circular saw that I have... I think it's like a $50 circular saw I bought for 10 bucks at a garage sale. Mm. So like I, even I don't have all brand new everything. It would be so expensive to do that. But it does the job. It does the job it done? and add as you go. Okay. This as a is so enlightening. Great advice. Like for Christmas and your birthday, do you ask for certain tools? Yeah. Is would is it be Doug? Is that an acceptable <laughs> gift from Doug? Or are you like, no, no tools? I Absolutely. Want... That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I, I mean, it. there are so many cool tools out there. Or even like a new saw blade. Like that, that would be great. Yeah. And so now, now I get why, you know. You really have this brightness the, in your eyes you did not have when we were talking you about pitch, your old job. So are right? you pitching these brands with your projects? I will. We're not there yet. Yeah. Okay. But unlike to know it or via Amazon, I do get a commission if people use my links. Perfect. So I, you know, I get a portion that way. But like, would I love to connect with DeWalt? It's time. Yes. Yes. It is so time. Yeah. I think you got to. 
Well, there's that that lack of confidence and that imposter syndrome. But you've Just already. But look at this is the deal. You've already made the content. You have all of this content there. So what you get to do is you get to say, "Hey, Dewald. Hey, was you know Sherwin Williams." These are this is all the content that I've created, and this is what I want to create for you with your product. and this is how much it costs, and and always go higher than you think. Yep, you know this, yeah. right? Right. We learned that again a little too late. But later, now we're later there. to learn. Later to learn. Here we are. Are there any projects that are well? You kind of answered this earlier that are too big for you. I know you mentioned the outdoor house. Actually, mm. what were you going to say? I was going to say tile. I don't know how to tile yet. I, and, and will you be learning? Absolutely. Okay. I don't I don't know it yet, but I will. Okay. It's one of those things that I feel feels very daunting. I've never done it. I've never I've never seen it done mm-hmm. um, besides, you know, via a computer or on my phone. Um, it requires another saw, a tile saw. There are some snap tools that I could use in the interim that are much less expensive than a tile saw, but it's one of those things that if I were to know it, I would start ripping out tile in every room of the house that has tile uh but it's something that is kind of that um that that bigger goal that it it feels really big to know how to tile and i i have a feeling it's one of those things once i finally do it they always are they always are it's always easier than we think it is you build it up more in your head than what it actually is out of all of the things that you've done in your house what is a job that what what is a project that you could walk away from like and I I could take it or leave it I'm not that was not fun I'm glad I did it I'm proud of it it looks really pretty or are you like no I would hang batten board or no I would make another bench upstairs yeah I I haven't had any that I've regretted mm. yet uh well nothing that I've regretted yet um uh, when we moved into this house last summer I tried to get it as blank slate as possible with the painters when they came in. So between paint and flooring, I had, I outsourced both of those and gave myself a blank slate knowing the kids can move into their rooms, we can move into our room, and we can be okay with it as it is. Mm-hmm. But then over time, I can start building out things. I can mm-hmm. do wall features in the kids' rooms. I can hang window treatments and put up some wallpaper in our bedroom, change out the light fixtures, like things that I know I could do all along the way. Are you getting inspiration from obviously other sources? I guess my bigger question is this, or my more focused question. Do you make all the decisions on all of the paint that you you decide to paint and wallpaper? Because I find that that is the hardest thing. So I mentioned I was working with my friend Maggie and what I need her to do is say, here are five couches. Because if I get on the internet and start looking at couches, I get into like- I can't make the well, decisions. Well, actually my, my birth guide, which one is it? My, um, help me out. The what? one from Aaron Claire Jones, my human design, Your human design says my human choices. I needed this or that. Yeah. Are you? Is it this or is it that? So, do you find yourself being over consumed by options, or are you able to kind of see a clear path? I can get that way. I certainly can get that way. For the most part, I have a vision, um, and it's usually inspired from something I saw somewhere. Yeah. For the current mudroom, it was seeing someone put down vinyl flooring, and it looks like black and white marble checkered tile Mm -hmm. when I saw that immediately my whole brain went into the vision of where it was going to go got it what I knew I wanted a green but I haven't a green or egg green a a a selection like a selection of green okay and I I knew that that was the direction I was going to go for the wall but when it comes to green paint there's so many so many right 
and so, hues yes. and, and ones that pull in gray, ones that yes. pull blue, ones that it's pull a lot. yellow. Yeah. So where I started was inspiration, okay. finding pictures. What what do I like? What do I not like? And narrowing it to that. And then once I narrowed it there, I did two things. I asked Doug his opinion. Usually I, my opinion <laughs> trumps his. Or not usually. Always my opinion trumps his when it comes to design. I've learned that that fact okay I'll, i can tell a story about that um but what i also do is i'll pull um the instagram, instagram which yeah. i love when you do that yeah because yeah. it kind of helps me to see i think you did a blue recently or maybe it was green it was green it was green yeah. and i saw like you put it when you posted the different swatches i was like oh they're so different mm-hmm. and you can actually see how clear that difference is between the three of them tell us about doug does he not have the touch that you have <laughs> He did. He he is uh, a full supporter of making me happy. So that <laughs> works, right? So in uh, when we bought our first house in in Downers Grove, uh, we redid that kitchen to the studs, and like that was really my itch and propelled me into like wanting to that kitchen really is so rip stuff. Awesome. Oh, did I tell you that kitchen burned down? Why? They had a fire. Yeah, she had a fire. Oh my god, no. this horrible. It was an outdoor. It was a fire at the outdoor. So she recently redid the whole thing, but she did it. She did a great job. Um, oh, that's heartbreaking. It was, it. It, it was, was so, so sad. So but you know sad. what? It was actually freeing for me because I missed that kitchen so much. Yeah. So it, <laughs> it was actually down. a little bit. Yeah, it it no like, longer I exists. But it's like the phoenix rising yes. from me. <laughs> I could well, no longer have now it. Now they're not enjoying it either. So it's fine. <laughs> but that kitchen, we picked out the paint together. And it was a great green, blue, tealish color. Mm-hmm that worked very well with the marble tile that we had in there for the backsplash and the countertops and it, it worked great in our house in Austin Doug said I really loved that that green blue let's do it in the kitchen here and it where I was in that space was like oh no I want this kitchen to yeah. be way moodier mm. like we have so much bright natural light coming yeah. into here we need to we need to tone that down but I said, you know what? Let them have a win. Yeah. Well, like the fine. old meet them in the middle. Right. How'd that go? Right. I hated it. Warm bowl of regret. <laughs> and and the thing I learned, it really doesn't matter to him. It he, truly doesn't yeah, matter to him. he just kind of threw it out there. But it matters to me. Right. Yeah. And so when he would be happy with other selections, I needed to really understand. So now where, where we go is, okay, here are here are the options I've chosen where Your I know choices. I would be happy right. with any of them. And then he has learned to say, well, which one does your eye go towards? And I say, oh, my eye goes towards this one. And then on the he's right. like, that's the one and I then like. And he's like, you know, I like that one. I like the the middle and the right. Perfect. But yeah, let's go cool. with the right. You know what? That's like the, that right there. That's like communication goals right there. Seriously. <laughs> Marriage compromise. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. And learning how truly understanding what matters to him and what matters to me exactly. and knowing ourselves enough to know that he's going to be OK with it no matter what it is. And even like the flooring, the black and white checkered flooring like mm-hmm. that's kind of a lot like not everybody could get behind that and so I showed him I was like I- I'm showing you a picture of what this is going to look like are you going to be okay with something that's this bold B- busy yeah as he would call it and and he was like are you settling are you compromising in choosing this or is there something else that you would love and you're and like said, no this is it this is it like, no, I, I said well this. the only thing I would choose is real marble, marble. of course but beyond that no and he said do it. do it yeah Doug yeah Doug right? Doug's gold Doug's star awesome. for Doug <laughs> Doug's awesome Dougie. so at the beginning of the conversation you mentioned that if you're feeling like overwhelmed by an idea to always remember that 
it can be fixed. You can redo it. You can kind of rearrange the idea and whatnot. Do you have any other tips for people like myself or Michelle who wants to hang a photo on the wall? Very to kind hard of, for me. <laughs> to kind of, of feel like, like empowered. Because I feel very, now I'm feeling empowered by you. I'm not kidding. When I watched your stuff, I you're one of my favorite people to watch on the gram because I'm not quite grasping everything, but I'm so inspired by you. And now I know I can see you're like a teacher. Um, what would you tell someone like me asking for this kind of help? There is a, a woman out there called Marie Forleo and her mm, saying, everything is figure outable. Mm-hmm. Everything is figure outable. You will figure it out. No matter, you know, if you're putting a big hole, hole in your drywall, it can be fixed, right. right? So it's having that mindset to start and it's also having the hunger to learn. Mm. You know, do you do you really want to learn it and do you really want to learn it so that you can apply it in your home and feel connected to your home? Especially especially like for you mm-hmm. building out a nursery right mm-hmm. now. Like that is so fun and so exciting. It's... And if you know that you switched out that light fixture, it's going to make yes. your heart sing every time you go past it. You know, what's interesting about this conversation, too, is that, and we kind of brought it up earlier, There, there's like this luxury of being able to just pay people to do it, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. like someone can just come and do it for me. I'll just write a check. Yeah, which is nice. But there is like something you said, Danielle, to being able to do it yourself. And that the reward is, if not better, than being able to pay someone to do it. Uh, this conversation has completely switched my mindset about that. I just Same. kind of always leaned into we could just pay someone because that's what we were taught. Yeah. And Ryan and I actually battle on it. And he's like, no, we can figure it out. Anthony's and then, like that as well. He's mm-hmm. Anthony Anthony did our whole porch himself. And you know, it's it's like, that's so amazing. Then of course, we I go back to like, well, growing up, we would have just paid for we someone. We paid Ron. Yeah, Ron. Who, oh, Ron, our handyman. Our My handyman. mom would have Ron over Ron, all he was the like time. the eighth member of our family. Yeah, he was <laughs> this old little man. Don't worry, there was nothing weird going on. Uh, Ron and then Vance, we had this. This that um, was the floor guy. The floor guy. He Vance, was he around a lot too. Looked, he was always over waxing our floors. Not it, our mom, mm-hmm. but just waxing. Unbelievable. <laughs> we had nice floors. <laughs> we did, but that's how we were raised. Mm-hmm. And it's so refreshing to have a woman seeing all these women on Instagram doing all this shit with their own hands. It's really changing that gender role of who is supposed to either pay or do it, which is very refreshing for me. I'm really into that. Gives me hope. Gives me hope. (laughs) Danielle, besides home renovation and doing all the things that you're doing in your home, I know you're a big reader. Are you reading anything or are you binging anything right now? Well, I'm binging Bridgerton. Well, no, I haven't started because right now I'm on the home edit. (gasps) So So what? So what you guys, what is the home edit? I don't even know what it is. And and is it a television show? It's two, two women. Where are they from? They're both originally from L.A., but they live in Nashville now. And they created a business not that long ago, yeah, six like, years ago, yeah, I five think. Or six, five like or six years ago. They have an organization business where their process is edit. Do you remember what it is? Yes. They have a four-step process. Categorize. Edit. Contain. Contain. Maintain. And maintain. And they, but they go, like Reese Witherspoon is the producer of their yeah, show. No. They're mm-hmm. big time. Yeah. But they go around and transform insane things, and I'm obsessed with them. Yeah. So they've taken organization from just simply organizing to 
bringing design into it and, and beautifying. Yes. Obsessed. That's, yes. Clea and Joanna. They have my heart. I love their names. I love oh. them. Okay, They're, so it's a show. It's a show, yeah, on Netflix. And oh, they, on Netflix? They oh, just, this was like on no, second season. they just launched their second season. So I have to watch this. You have to. You, yes, you have to. Especially You'll be with rainbow having, coordinating your kids' My books. My closet yeah. is. and It's like Elise's yes. <laughs> library. Yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. Oh, I can see they're yes. into color coordination. They're it's rainbow. a system. Oh, it's their system. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm, can, I'm totally, get, I can get down with this. But be careful because then you're going to go spend a $500 at the container store. So, oh, because that's their, that's their thing is like using things to, well, I need the help here because I know I'm at a place and this is interesting because this is not like home renovation. This is more like organization. Correct. correct. And are you applying these? Is this like a Marie Kondo thing or is it more applicable? It's, it is like, it's the same, I think, concept. They're organizing things. Okay. Organizing. But I think Marie Kondo is a little bit more elimination based. Okay. Elimination. There's a lot of like talking with things. Yeah. Okay, cool. And this is more of. Oh, I'm so excited. You've got a lot of shit and we're going to put it in a really cool setup for you so when you come in it looks and functions amazing oh okay yeah, this is really speaking can, to we, can we talk about a particular episode <laughs> i was slightly <laughs> overwhelmed by the chaos in drew barrymore's test kitchen oh i i don't even know how they function okay wait who's who's chaotic is drew, drew barrymore's her show or employees <laughs> yes so her show they have a back prep kitchen where they're prepping you mean her things. show she has a Drew yeah, Barrymore her show. show yeah in mm-hmm. the so studio. they've got a test kitchen they have a test kitchen in the back a prep kitchen you and would have you're gonna die wait oh. okay why what happened you're gonna die is it Be- just pure chaos it's, it, it, you walk in there and it's absolute <laughs> chaos and when they're done with it there is a there is a place system of organ there's a place for everything like if you look at this like butcher box so excited. counter that we're looking at right now where we need, a home, is, we need a home edit she, this she would yep. have organized and taken out and and had it a full organization we should do that for this we should yeah. do okay, that this is this is my jam and i'm struggling right now because with a baby coming brings another human's possessions and i'm like all of our cabinets are full and i'm grooming you Anthony are right going now to freak out yeah. i don't know if you've heard anthony's a little bit of a hoarder so we're oh. dealing with a little bit of a oh, horde. I'm sorry. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so I'm like, Anthony, we're going to have to get rid of some of these shot glasses we haven't used oh, since oh, 2013. No. Yep. No. Killeen O'Connell, my friend, would come through your house and she would take oh, it's all happening. that stuff and You guys, throw it every garbage. day I have to like, be like, okay, in like a week now we're going to get started. And he's like, um, all right. I'm like, just, <laughs> I'm going to give him a Xanax. Yep. I'm like, uh, old fashioned and just clean Keep out. On. Donate trash. Okay. Is that their method mm-hmm. too? That is Lauren, yeah, you will love this me. show. I'm yeah. so excited. I'm I'm kind of over like all of the shows on Netflix that are about like men taking advantage of women, oh, and yeah. I, you know, like the no, t- that I'm, shit's dark. This is the opposite. Well, I like this dark. is light <laughs> and bright. Yeah, Very rainbow happy. Yep, great <laughs> rainbow happy. Okay, so you're binging this, yeah? I wanted to tell you about the book I'm reading. That's what I was going to ask you next. I just started. What, what is it? Colleen Hoover's. Which one? Layla. Oh, oh I don't even know Layla. So this, I, a friend was talking about books with me after I had just finished an Elin Hildebrand book that's she's fantastic her complex character descriptions are just wonderful and what book was that um that is Golden Girl okay um, in 28 Summers thank you Uh, so Layla by Colleen Hoover I see so a friend recommended I said oh I want to read a Colleen Hoover next and I said my 
friends at the sister project have been talking about Colleen Hoover. I need to read a book of hers. And she said, start with Layla. It will, it's a really good test of what Colleen Hoover's books are like. And I said, okay. And so I've, I'm giving it a chance. Things are getting a little weird. And then now I am hooked. Okay. So okay. is it a thriller? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it is a thriller. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cause I'm seeing that it's per- under romance, paranormal thriller and fiction. I would suggest after this, Verity, if you haven't read Verity okay. yet, mm-hmm. it's a thorn, thriller mm-hmm. porn. Yep, so get, is there bring your sex, rubber pants. Is there any sex in this one? <laughs> it's starting that way. Yeah. Oh, yep. She loves her sex scenes. Maybe Layla, ha- it takes her a little while to get to know her partner. Yeah. And yeah. Like, uh, sometimes they just hop right into it. Just right into it. It's like a music uh, singer, songwriter, and oh. he meets uh, kind of a groupie, essentially. And so they start to get together and then they go to this house and they go, they are staying in this house and there are some weird activities happening, some paranormal-ish oh. type of activities. And he is confused as to what's happening. And then he figures out there's another being that exists and it's taking over his girlfriend's body. Okay, that is, I didn't know she, she blows she, our But mind. she also is like, she's good at like not over She's like the queen of downplaying, downplaying everything. Modesty, she, incredible modest that she is does. her middle name. So modest. She, I, it's she would never. I mean, the most humble. She walks around so surprised. I yeah. can't. Don't know how I got here. Oh, I love it. This is awesome. Thank you for this recommendation. Yeah, I just I'm 80 pages in, and and I and looked at my notes this morning rather than reading, but I really wanted to read. All See, right. I, that's when you're trying to sneak in a couple pages. Mm. That was me last night. I was like, I'm going. It's so weird having these 13 year old kids that like are pretty self sufficient. I walk upstairs. I'm like. All right, well, I'm going to go read because no one cares about me <laughs> and you guys are good. You know, Danielle, before we end, there was a question I wanted I to ask you. I don't want to end. This I know. is I'm so one, look, Well, trust me, I'm looking at the clock and I know <laughs> yeah, you're going to holler at no, me No, I don't care. I don't care. You took a break from like social media. Remember I reached mm-hmm. out to you yeah. and I was like, are you doing okay? I haven't yep. seen you here yep. often yep. or enough, <laughs> whatever yep. you want to think of. Yep. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit more about that break? Was it purposeful? Tell us what was going on. Um, that I believe was after I did the sunroom and before I kicked off the mudroom. So okay. very recently, right in the yeah. last two months. Yes. Um, yeah, I had I had a creative slump. Okay. I mean, it, to, to be totally honest, like I didn't know what project I wanted to start next, and knowing that the projects I'm doing in the house are kind of a takeover. It takes over my entire you know yep. brain. Yeah. I needed I needed to take a break after the sunroom. And so and not only does it take over my brain, but it also takes over having tools and paint out and plastic tarps and everything else. I wanted the house to be just a little bit in order mm-hmm. at the start of the new year. So okay. I had just taken a break. I haven't yet figured out the balance of posting stuff, managing Instagram, managing behind the scenes stuff and creating content. Not sure if, how to do it either. I don't. How it's do it's about, too much. How do you feel about that app? It's a love hate, right? Yeah, like always. I love connecting with the humans. Like I love when people are messaging me, people are engaging with my stuff, they're asking me questions. I mean, I just recently had someone that said, "Hey, I saw that tool you were using. Can you describe what that is and do I need it for this?" You know, and we ended up getting on a call together. Like, oh, wonderful! Like you actually are making like us weird internet friends. Yes, Yes. exactly. And having the value, the value you're finding that delivers, and that kind of communication keeps it going. But it's hard to stop there because then there's that there's that dark deep hole of bullshit and comparison. Keeping up with the Joneses and it's the number counting and it's I I you know it's all it's like a psychological game. It is keeping up with the Joneses, but it's a real like you have to like train yourself to pull back and remember. 
This is an app. Biggest tip that we ever got that I want to share with you and anyone else listening, get email addresses. So if you start a newsletter, because if that app goes dark one day, right. you you lose everything. And right? and also maybe create a website of your own. Right. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm hoping Along for with too. the YouTube, right? It's, it's on a the lot. List. Because, the there's list. So because the other great advice we got was you don't own anything on right. any Insta- of those platforms. Yes, so if they go down, you, at least you have your house online. Mm-hmm. At least you have your house. Right. And you know what I recently did too is I hid all my like counts. You to what? Hid my like counts so that you can just see in the feed on posts, you don't see how many likes there are. Oh, and so tell me what how is that how is that working for you? That um, mental, I think, shift in not not focusing on it, not worrying about it. I was so worried about it for working with brands, and so worried about what does engagement look like that it was it was starting to have a mental, you know, block. Yeah, yeah. And so I just said, you know what, I'm just hiding it from now on. And so I hid it, and it. That felt has been better. Maybe yeah. we can do that down. Yeah, I am too. It does take them, um, and I, I like I like when I see other people doing it because you realize that there takes it takes away this importance of counting. Yes, I understand engagement is very important, and, right. and brands do want to make sure that you are actually talking to people and whatnot, which you are. But when it comes to keeping track of numbers, it's a popularity contest, and it's very intimidating. It can bring you down. I actually hate that. That and the the comparison game, like Michelle, like you were talking about, it's, I've been doing my best to kind of shift my mindset with that. And instead of, wow, look at what they're doing. They're so far ahead. But seeing like, wow, look at her. She is so far ahead. Look how far she has gotten Mm. and celebrating her achievements, celebrating their achievements, whoever they are and learning from them rather than trying to compare like jealousy exactly yes. because everybody starts somewhere uh-huh. I, and i always try to go back to reminding myself that you just keep showing up every day and doing what you do because there is room enough for everybody big and small to make a living and do what they absolutely love. right absolutely just stop comparing and keep creating danielle why before we do wrap up Can you tell us exactly where our listeners can find you on which handle and whatnot and like it to know? Tell us everything. Sure. So I'm currently on Instagram and like to know it as Berg's Bungalow. And that's B-E-R-G-S, Berg's Bungalow um, on both apps. On both accounts. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you. It was so lovely to sit and have some protein balls. Danielle, I'm going to have a few more. I'm going to have one more too. Hang on. Can you tell it? Well, yeah. Well, tell us what's in these what's protein in these balls. Things, we can always put this at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. These are delicious little um, energy balls, no bake energy balls that I made, and it is oats, chocolate chips, peanut butter, honey, flax, vanilla extract, and I think that's it. It's on the back of the Trader Joe's flax seed. Oh, oh, I have that. That's my cheat. Yeah. And what peanut butter did you use? I'm always curious. Yeah. Peanut, I found peanut butter matters, <laughs> vanilla matters, and chocolate chips matter. I agree. Because, you know, of my yeah. DG crew, several have made it, and they've all said nothing tastes as good as yours. So I was like, well, yeah. Right, so yeah. which peanut butter? I use natural Jif creamy. Okay, yum. It says use crunchy. I don't like crunchy. I do love I crunchy. Don't. I love mm. a good nutty crunch. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, but I'll you. take this creamy. Yes. This is very good. So use the creamy for that. I use Ghirardelli chocolate chips. Oh, oh you chocolate snobs. Yeah. Yeah. spoiled I, us. I mean, Toll House is fine for me. Same here. This is high yeah. end. Upgrade. <laughs> Upgrade, my friend. It's time. Um, and then for the first batch that I made for the girls, uh, I used 
Italy honey, which there's oh, nothing wow. comparable. You're, I, am, I imagine you're correct there. Yeah. So the first batch, nothing will compare. But the, these are quite good. These are so delicious. Good. And she brought some berries. Thank you so much, Danielle. Oh, you're a real treat. It was a pleasure. Michelle and I and the rest of your followers and world can't see, can't wait to see what you come up with and where this life transition continues to take you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Michelle, you want to end this for us? I'm just, oh, you mean when I get to say, and stay cozy, everybody? <laughs> yeah. Stay cozy. As cozy lifestyle bloggers, we have an affinity for good lighting. Oh, for crying out loud, Michelle, we were raised in the dark. We have an affinity for good lighting because we couldn't see growing up. This is true. Our mom liked it real dim. I think what you're trying to say is if you too have an affinity for great lighting or don't know much about it and can use some expertise, well, we have just the place for you. Horton's Home Lighting. Between Horton's premier lighting showroom and team of lighting specialists, your lighting woes will never go unanswered again. Every square inch of ceiling and walls are covered with twinkling light fixtures as well as ceiling fans of every style and design. The store alone is a destination worth visiting. Oh, but sister, Horton's is so much more than incredible lighting. Horton's also features a full ACE hardware with the most helpful and knowledgeable of employees, as well as indoor and outdoor seasonal decor, patio furniture, and so much more. Yeah, like items like the Solo Stove, Uni Pizza Ovens, Tabletop Heaters, everything your Midwestern heart desires. Horton's offers Chicagoland's largest in-stock selection of home lighting with locations in LaGrange and Orland Park. Visit any of their showrooms and you will see that Horton's isn't just another lighting store, it's a true destination. Yeah, you know, walking into Horton's is kind of like walking into home. For more information on Horton's, head to www.hortonshome.com. When shopping on hortonshome.com or while in-store, use our code SISTERS for $50 off of any purchase of $250 or more. That's SISTERS, S-I-S-T-E-R-S, for $50 off of any purchase of $250 or more. Thank you for joining us for today's cozy conversation. For more of The Sister Project, check us out on Instagram at The Sister Project and our website, www.thesisterprojectblog.com. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and maybe even drop us a review. Until next time, stay cozy.